Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Creative Talk. And I have with us today a very special person. Man, guys, I am a fan of this person. <laughs> An entrepreneur, one of the leading brand strategists in the Nordic region. So that explains everything. He's very humble, been so busy setting up his wonderful studio a while ago. <laughs> it's all welcome. Guys, welcome to The Creative Talk, Tobias Dalbert. Thank you very much. I'm so happy to be here, Jan. Thank you so much. Thank you also. I know, man, you're a very busy person, a family man, and your business, running your business, but you spend time to be with us here in the show. Thank you, bro, so much. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's do it. Yeah. All right, bro. So I mentioned a while ago that I'm a fan because I am. I am really a fan. I've been... Appreciate it. <laughs> I've been following <laughs> your content and... Your website, oof, man, your website is just smooth, professional, and, you know, the series of clients that you have. Now, I'm intrigued, okay? Running a, a world-class, this is my point of view, a world-class company with diverse clients, and you've been in the industry for so long, who shaped you or what shaped you to be in this position? I'm, I'm excited, and I know our viewers and our listeners are excited. Tell us your story, bro. Yeah, thanks. So I have to go way back because, you know, I've been thinking about this myself. And my, my story is really, if I go back to my, my youth, I was very much into sports. And, uh, you know, it just so happened that we had a country place, a summer house on a place that turned into a golf course. And I got into golf. And uh, I first wasn't so much about golf, like the idea of golf, but I just like I'm highly competitive and I love sports and I love competing. And it just turns out that golf is a great game for, you know, cultivating your mind and, and like playing a very like, on a psychological level, like competing. And so that led me to become very uh, growth oriented. And I got into personal growth quite a lot. And it was always like a recurring theme in everything I did. And so then gradually, I didn't really know so much about brand building or something, but there was something inside me that loved uh, both the side of business, but also loved the psychology of people. I even, even considered studying psychology. I ended up going to business school. I was a marketing major at a business school. I took a master's degree in that. But anyway, so, so these different ingredients like competition and, and the psychology of sports and mixed with my love and my passion for for sort of started getting into brands and how brands work. And I was fascinated by the psychology. And so I didn't know there was a, such a profession as like, I didn't know there were brand consultancies or anything like that, but I kind of got into it first working for, uh, you know, some digital media. I worked as in a little bit of management consulting. I tried different things. I worked for Nike and that was like a, a huge uh, eye-opener for me, especially wow. when I got to travel to Portland and all these places right. and see like the origins. I worked for the Coca-Cola company for a while. And then I became a partner of this marketing agency. And then I set out on my own. And uh, like about 12 years ago, I founded my brand consultancy, Wonder Inc. And then subsequently, 18 months ago, I've been going full in on the Future Academy. Wow. It's so it's so amazing that you started off like in sports <laughs> and, yeah, of all, yeah. and of all the sports golf. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and then now you're in this diverse and, you know, I believe it's one of the important industries that we have today. 
Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What is the experience running a company that is so diverse? Because you're dealing with brands. You mentioned that you've, you know, your experience with Nike and Coca-Cola, and now you have your own dealing with different yeah. clients. How is it? Yeah, I mean, um, it's great. Uh, you know, I, I get to, I we get to work with so many different industries and, and, you know, throw myself into so many different situations. And so that's great because I'm someone who I took the, all this personality test back in the day. And I, I saw that I'm like a classic entrepreneur type. I'm someone who likes to create, not just to run processes. And so when you get to jump into different categories and different industries, that's like always something fresh, always something new. And I believe that everything in life, really like learning, especially is about pattern recognition. And so when you encounter a new environment and you might go in there thinking like, I know nothing about this industry. In fact, you know, the value that you can bring is the idea, the, the fact that you have seen the patterns that work. And sometimes people just need an outside perspective to help them move forward. So yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's great. And uh, it's especially for someone who's so much into learning. And I mentioned my sports background. So really, I think what the biggest gift for me was the attitude that I was able to bring with me because the first day I got into the, the kind of working life, I asked myself, how do I practice to become better? And that led me to read uh, more than 1,500 books on all these subjects. Wow. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> a very di disciplined uh, sportsman in my field. Actually, I like, read so much and I just like love to the, the idea of just becoming better and better because you never like get a sense that I have mastered this. I think this is such a complex world that, that we're, you know, the whole brand building world. Wow. 1,500 books, man. I'm yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you should like, I'm not saying that to brag because I don't know if you should feel sorry for me or whether that's a good thing, but I mean, at least and, and I'm, I'm the first to tell you that, you know, reading like you should definitely read if you want to pursue like, make progress in your life, but I don't think you have to read that much. I think that was kind of a little bit of obsessive for me, but the good thing is like, it gives you a very strong theoretical foundation right, right. Uh, for building a framework and stuff when you understand all the theories out there. But having said that still like the, you know, being a practitioner is, is more important. I think. Yeah. Wow. With that, with that established now, I am really excited. Um, and I'm sure, you know, in this generation, there's a lot of, I read in an article a while ago that this generation is the age of information. And the, the problem with that is there's too much information out there and you don't know which one is authentic, right? Back in the day, the post-industrial um, era, there's a scarcity of information. And I remember, you know, we, we used to go to this place called libraries. <laughs> if you want to get yeah. some knowledge. Yeah. yeah. So, but, you know, there's a scarcity. Not every place there are libraries. So there's a very limited source of information. But now you go to YouTube, you go to Google, you type it, you get everything, everything. But the question is how you can have an authentic information about a topic, right? You don't know which one is the true. Um, you don't know which one is uh, genuine. Now, Going yeah. to my point, with all those experts out there, and I don't know if they're genuine or not, and explaining about branding, how and why, tips, you know, everything based on opinion or facts, there's a lot. You can find it on Instagram, YouTube, anything. 
Now, what makes a strong brand? That's a lot of people and a lot of you know um, consumers and designers and brand coaches. They're giving their own perspective about this topic. And now I have a wonderful guest, and that's you, bro, with a solid expert experience and a solid background on this matter. Now, I'm really excited. What's your take on this? What makes a strong brand? Yeah. So if you don't mind, I can go back to your, your, your first half of the question, if you don't mind. Sure, so sure. just to comment on that. So yes, there's a lot of information out there. And I think that you have to develop this um, ability to, to choose the high quality stuff. And so I think that's, a, that's like you said, that's something that that skill you didn't have, have to have maybe 20 years ago. But now I think it's more about looking and, and, and kind of it's the same as newspapers. Like I think, I think newspapers and universities, like the role of the brand will even grow more than ever before because you, ha- like you said, you have access to all, to all information, but what can you trust? And I think that's the trust is going to be key. So I look for like, like the, what's the bio of the person? Like if there's a university attached to it that you respect, right. you know, that, you know, there has to be something there. And then I think, you know, once you start reading a lot, you start, you know, making up your own mind. And then I, so, so that's for me, like the key to mastery is like you read a lot. And then at some point you, you start to realize that some of the stuff is maybe not teaching you so much anymore. And some of the yeah. stuff actually, you know, more than the author, you just don't agree with them. And that means you're finally coming up with your own thinking. And that's really important. And the other thing is then applying it in the real world. And I think that's where you can actually start testing, like, is this theory just right. a theory or mm. is it something useful? Mm. Now, then like uh, the other side of question, like what makes a strong brand today? I think that's, uh, I think it's kind of an ageless or let's say timeless question in a way, because like people are saying, like some people are even going as far as saying like brands are ir- ir- irrelevant today with the searches and stuff. And that's oh, yeah. complete, yeah. Yeah. That's, com- that's complete nonsense. <laughs> like brands are more relevant today than they've ever been. Mm. And for the simple reason that there's so much choice out there mm. and, you know, more than ever, uh, you have to make it clear who you are also increasingly what you stand for because people buy more into that increasingly than just like the product or the service. And of course, then you have to answer the question, why should they choose you? Like that's, I think that's the key question that you have to answer. So if we break that down a little bit and I'm, I'm going to come back to your, to, to answer your question, why should they choose you? I, I use that as the ultimate brand strategy question because you have to answer you know, who are you? That's your identity and that stuff. You have to answer who are they? That's your ideal client, your ideal customer. And you have to be very focused. You know, uh, what other choices do they have? So how, why should they choose you? And why? That's the motivator. Like, what is it really? So if you answer those things, I believe that you can create a strong brand. And the elements of a strong brand is basically, it has to be differentiated and it has to connect with you and give you value and meaning. I mean, I think... I mean, you know that, and everyone listening probably knows that. And I don't think that's going to go away. People have to know you so they, they can choose you. That's the job. It's kind of a job of branding as well, but primarily marketing. And then it's like, why should they choose you? Because you're some way different in a way that people care about. That's the very long answer to a short question. Wow. No, no, <laughs> I, I actually agree. And, and I'm learning. This is, just, this is just awesome, man. I mean, whenever I have guests in my show, I, you know, I, I, I declutter my mind. It's like I empty my mind and I, I'm just ready to absorb all the stories, all the information. It's like me watching a fairy tale movie. 
<laughs> but you're true. <laughs> but but, but I, I I totally agree, and and you're so true that in this era, and I believe you know the era to come, brands are going to be so important. You know, plus plus more important, a part of people's lives. And and you're yeah. right. There's a lot of choices out there. Now, with that said, bro. With that said, from an expert like you, it's very easy to say, okay, you need to stand out. You need to be unique. You need to be original. In your perspective, how can you achieve that? This is just a follow up question from, and and I, you know, in a mindset of a commoner, so to speak. All right, yeah. okay, that's good. You need to stand out. That's yes. But how? What can I do to be unique? Yeah, I love that question. So we, we have to start by asking the question then, okay, in relation to what, you know, like, we, are we different? What do you mean? Like, are we different, you know, from any, everyone else in the world? Like, no. So it's a contextual question. So that's why the whole, the brand and being different is predicated on a very clear and narrowly defined ideal customer. Because the fastest way to become really unique, if you think about it like a spectrum, like on the one hand of the spectrum, you're like, just like everyone else, you're going to suffer from low pricing and people maybe don't even notice you because you're just like everyone else. The other side of the spectrum, you're considered the only viable choice, Mm. the best possible choice for people. And I'm interested in helping people build only choice brands. And so the way to become an only choice brand, the fastest way is to find a tribe, an ideal customer group that you know, can potentially think of you as the best, the, even the only choice for them. And so in other words, you have to go very narrow. And just to illustrate this point, like you think about Patagonia, you think about Nike, you think about Whole Foods, or you think of any great brand. Okay, these are American brands, but let's say they're, they're just like very mm-hmm, famous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have practically any brand in the world. And if you go back in history, I bet that they started very niche. Nike was a jogging brand before it was cool to run. You know, it's like very right. geeky. <laughs> Patagonia, were, Patagonia, they were making like these hooks for climbers. And so they all started. So they became very relevant. They connected Ooh. on emotional, functional, on many different levels with people so that right. they were able to then at some point expand from it. But that's the biggest problem that people make and companies make is they try to go to after a too broad target group or, or too many of them and try to be too many things to too many people. And that just backfires. That was just an amazing perspective. And when you use, when you use the example of Nike, wow, it, that, that, that gives a perfect example. You know, starting in the core and then widen it as you go, as you move forward. Now, with that said, bro, what can you give our viewers and our listeners like a takeaway, like a tip in making their brand, you know, something solid? What are the basic things? Because I've, I've heard that, you know, for me, the takeaway is that when you said, okay, nowadays brands are starting in, in a wide perspective. Unlike your example yeah. for Nike, let's start like definite, direct, niche. So that's a takeaway yeah. already. Aside from that, yeah. you know, what yeah. can you give away our viewers to make their brand strong or solid? Yes. Okay. So the first thing you have to do is you have to start by adopting a brand mindset. And so 
and what I mean by that is I take this le learning from having, you know, worked with hundreds and hundreds of companies, especially larger ones. When I walk into the company and sit down with the leadership team or marketing, I can very quickly sense what the culture, the dominant way of thinking is inside the company. And now if you're an entrepreneur or solopreneur, that's fine. That applies to you as well. Because like how you think about brand building will, will, is the kind of the foundation for how you will succeed at it. So if you think that brand is a form of communication, it's logos and messages, you're already set up to fail. Like you have to adopt a broader concept of what brand building is about. It's the other, you know, like for example, brand strategy is the flip side of business strategy because we're talking differentiation and, you know, differentiation is, is like hardcore business strategy it's the, mm, it's the core yeah. business strategy as well so just for example so, so not without going too deep into that but the mindset of i'm building a brand and what does it really mean to build a brand and if you can't get people around that idea you know if you have an engineering driven culture or you know have a, like whatever the, the founder of the company tech startup that might be the biggest reason why it never pays off the typical scenario is like let's say there's a tech guy who founded a company who has no real interest in or understanding in brand building. And then they hire marketing people and those marketing people are trying to work really hard to do something. Um, but they can't really get the whole company behind it, the leadership behind it. And that that's why, that yeah, and that's why that, yeah, all the time. And that's why branding becomes kind of an activity that is involved only with marketing, but it's much broader than that. Anyway, so that's the first thing. So the mindset adopting that brand mindset. The second thing is I, I was talking about this, like really, going deep into the, you know, choosing who you want to serve, who's your ideal client. One very simple tool I use and I teach people is, I call it the airline model. You know, imagine a, a pyramid and you have, uh, you know, in airlines, you have first class customers, you have business class customers and you have economy class customers. Now let's assume that economy class customers come from all walks of life. There's no like, you know, pattern there and they're not very profitable. So you have to ditch that 80% of your customers and just go for first class customers and business class. First class are the ones you love to work with. They are like a perfect match for you and they have the ability to become like your best, best customers, your only choice customers. So customer, who are you going to focus on? Understand their psychology. What do they want? Why do they want it? How do they want it? Like go really deep. The third thing is your strategy. You have to be well positioned, obviously, the heart of brand strategy in a way, like, you know, I'm not going to go into much of this, but like you have to be positioned well so that you make it very clear to people what you stand for and why they should choose you. And that's, of course, your intent. And then everything else that you do is branding is like trying to make that intent real so that you can have a brand, which means that the brand is the effect of everything you do. So brand strategy is the intent. Brand is the effect in the middle. You have everything you do. And so I just want to say branding hence is not only about, um, again, logos and communication. It's about how does that positioning you, you know, how do you want to position you? How does that affect your product or service? How your people behave, uh, the environments which you choose, everything signals something about you. And so that is then how you create that. So you have to be very consistent in all these things and you have to make this system work. It's not about the visual identity only. It's not about the brand strategy only. It's not about the customer only. It's not about the mindset. Everything needs to work together. And uh, yeah, and then you of course need to build your awareness. But now I'm talking about the real core, which is about you know making sure that your brand is appealing when they come into contact with you, that everything kind of speaks and expresses that core of who you are.
So that's my that's my quick recipe for ooh, you. Ooh, 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 bro, <laughs> it's just like a, a, a knowledge bomb. Learning after <laughs> learning after learning. It, wow, thank you. And I'm excited. I'm you know I'm losing words because really it's just an amazing perspective. You know, sometimes we are so caught up of like, hey, I need this, I need that, and I you know, and we 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 even forget about the basics and what you've shared. They're, you know, they're nuggets. They're nuggets that if you will, you know, follow, it's not going to be successful immediately, right? But but it's going to help you go back in the right track. And then, obviously, you will follow it. You seek help from people like you, coaches, mentors, and it will transform your business. And I believe you're on the road to success. Thank you, bro, yeah. for sharing that wonderful perspective. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Hey, I can say one thing, like there's a lot of things I mentioned just there. Like simplicity is the superpower that people don't tap into. Just like focus and simplicity. I can't state that strongly enough. You know, people choose too many attributes. They do everything, like too much of everything. Right. If you can have one bold differentiating idea at the core of your brand and then execute that in a fresh you know, exciting way. That's enough. Man, wow. <laughs> I am <laughs> so amazed. Now, I'm so amazed and I'm sure our listeners and our viewers are very excited and amazed to, you know, to execute. Um, because if you're a business owner or you're a branding, you're in branding and you, you listen to this perspective, man, you're, you're like fueled up and you're, you're just ready to go. That's what I'm feeling. That's what I'm feeling. Thank you so much, man. Thank you so much. Now. Hey, man, I'm glad it helped. If, if it helps. <laughs> it is. It is. And I, it will be, I'm sure. If, well, it's like this. You give them something valuable. If they don't eat it, then it's up to them, right? If they do use it, then that's going to be their benefit, right? So yeah. thank you for giving value. Now, bro, you have shared value. You have shared your story. You've shown your awesomeness power. <laughs> now, we are in this part of the show that we will play a game. Okay? okay? This is not normal in any other podcast that you've experienced. That's what makes cool. it unique. <laughs> All right. So, this part of the game is called the Creative Fast Talk. Okay, I will ask you questions. We and my team prepared questions for you that has nothing oh. to do with your background, with your expertise, or with this episode. Okay, random, yeah. random questions. Now, don't spend too much time in thinking of what the correct answer is. Just whatever pops into your head, shoot it. All right? Yeah. Backstory. The goal of this game is for the people and the listeners to see that, hey, this guy, in spite of his awesomeness in branding, is still a human being. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm definitely a human being, yeah. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Yeah. Age of information. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Ready? Are you ready, bro? Yeah, I'm ready, man. All right. Truth or dare? Uh, dare. Okay, well, that's the question. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you to do anything. <laughs> Netflix or YouTube? Uh, Netflix. <laughs> All right, okay. The cinemas, the old school cinemas or Netflix? The old school cinemas. There you go. Woo, nice. The beaches 
or the mountains? Beaches. All right. Passenger or driver? Driver. Okay. If you were an animal, what animal would you be and why? Oh, um, yeah. Now you got me. <laughs> uh, someone, well, let's see. This, this animal is free mm -hmm. and, and uh, wants to be happy, wants mm -hmm. to go on adventures. Maybe it's some kind of bird, like an okay. I don't know eagle, and I don't I don't know. I'm just gonna say like a yeah. I, I never <laughs> identified with any animal in particular, but um, if you would be an animal, what animal would if you? If I would be an animal, yeah. maybe just a dog. <laughs> you know, they seem so happy. <laughs> they seem never so happy. know. <laughs> yeah. I'm All a right. Dog. Okay. A dog. A dog. Okay. Now since yeah, you nice mentioned. The question here is is different, but I'm gonna change it because since you mentioned that you you know you love reading and you've finished like 1,500 books and counting, <laughs> what is your all-time favorite book? Oh yeah, first yeah. So you know, there, obviously there are so many that this is gonna be like just one I that came to mind. But I think you know there is one um, small small book called Think and Grow Rich. Uh, which is great by um, by Napoleon Hill, which everyone should read. Oh, yeah. already, I yeah, think it sold yeah, like yeah. sixty million copies. Mm. And if I if I may say another one, it's uh, "As a Man Thinketh" by James Allen, which was Ooh. written like in nineteen oh six or something. Have you right, read it? Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it's like poetry. Every word is like poetry. I have to stop, underline, and just go like, ah. Oh. Okay, that's, that's gonna make your life it. easy. Since I, I'm I'm a book reader as well, so. I'm going to change the rules. Give me your top five of all time. Top five. Well, I mean, just like books that have influenced me or just like in general, because it's a very difficult question. Let, let's go for the, the books, top five books that influence you and shape your life. Yeah. Okay. So let's say brand building then. I would say my favorite brand building author by uh, a country mile is Marty Neumeyer. Oh, he influenced yeah. me a lot. I was mm. happy to also work with him and, and call him a friend nowadays. He's a legend, a bro. He's a legend. Yeah, yeah. And I've had him over for talks and workshops here in Finland. Yes, I saw that. I and saw that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's, he's, I just love everything he does. He's just because he's able to simplify. Not, not only is he a super you know, charming gentleman, but he's, uh, he's able to simplify things much beyond everyone else. So I would definitely say, and I think the legendary book that broke through for him was The Brand Gap. Brand, and then I have that. Every, everything he's ever written is absolutely great. But so that's going to be one. And um, then let's see, if I go into psychology and personal growth, which is I'm a big fan of, I would, I would have to say uh, Psycho-Cybernetics by mm. Maxwell, Dr. Maxwell Maltz from 1960. Oof. Yeah, and that's really what that will teach you. He was a he was a guy who was op like a cosmic a cosmetic surgeon, mm. and he turned became a psychologist because he realized that you know the outside scars that people have that he tried to fix were actually inside emotional scars. But and and that plays really much to this whole idea from Sigmund Freud of like you know uh, the strongest force in the human personality is to stay consistent with how you define yourself. And so, yeah, so if you want to break through, 
you it's not just about doing something different and applying your willpower you have to go back to your core beliefs and how you define yourself your identity and so changing basically asking yourself who do i need to become before i can do something before i can have something so wow another so a third book that came to mind that kind of uh has a slightly similar you know, content and story is, uh, have, uh, what's it called? Uh, James Clear, Atomic Habits. Mm, I've seen that. Absolutely I've, amazing I've book. That, yeah. yeah, Atomic Habits. And let's see, so it covers psychology. So yeah, let's see what else would be, I mean. These are, these are, this is turning into a, a book recommendation part. <laughs> yeah, exactly, it's like a book club. It's yeah. a book club. Uh, <laughs> Let's see what I could give you a little bit of diversity. Like there's so many books in all these gen- genres, of course. Right. But yeah, I mentioned like, I think everyone should should read uh, Think and Grow Rich. I'm just going to bring that up because it's just yeah. like a, such a classic. Like you can you could go deeper into everything that influenced um, Napoleon Hill. There's a bunch of that new thought stuff that I'm into, like James Allen, like I said. Right. But uh, let me just try to see if I can pull out a wild card here. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I have I have a deep I have deep uh, pockets here in my head which I need to reach into. One more. Or something One that really influenced more. me. Yeah. Um, I think I think you if you're a strategist, if you're into brand building, you have to read, you definitely have to read Peter Drucker. Mm-hmm. So uh, and I don't really remember which one which book that is, but if, if, you, if you'll allow me, I'll just say Peter Drucker is a must because he understood brand building, but he didn't use the word brand building, but he understood oh, it okay. way beyond everyone else. Right. Before everyone else, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I... That's yeah. it. That, that's five power books already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm going to go back and think about this and think like, oh, I should have said this one. But but yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty good All right. list already. Yeah. So there you go. Those are like um, book re- recommendations that would really, yeah. Yeah. really yeah. make a difference. Okay, back to yeah. the question. Text or call? Call. Uh, tablets or computers? Computers. Right. Uh, this one. Your favorite TV show of all time? Um, I'm not so big into TV because I want to use my time um, <laughs> on, on smart things and not just consume. That's why right, I can read right. so much. Uh, but let's see. Um, or your favorite movie? Okay. Yeah, since yeah. you're into you know, cinemas when, and everything. Yeah, when I was when I was younger, Back to the Future was a huge Ooh. movie when I was mm. like when I was really small. Right. And TV series. I mean, I I guess um, I guess I like uh, a lot of the stuff that has been out in recent years. Uh, you know, everything. Oh, that's so difficult. That's a difficult. Ask me some complex questions about brand building. Well, I don't know, like the, you know, the crown, I think, you know, those kinds of things. I, everything about history, right, I love everything right. when, they, when they bring back, but I, I struggle with these like normal questions, man. <laughs> well, that's this, that is why this podcast is different. <laughs> yeah, that's it's true. It's all about that's life, true. bro. It's all about life, you know? Yeah, yeah. All right, next question. I'm going to give you a break from that. 
Structured yeah. or chaotic? Structured. All right. This is a silly and weird question. Boxers or soap? Boxers. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Toothbrush or shoes? Shoes. Okay. What is something that is always in your bag when you were a kid? Oh, when I was a kid, uh, my sports gear. Oh, okay. And what, what, what's your sports? Because you mentioned golf, but you were like mature. Oh. Yeah. Well, one thing I was really big into was this thing, which I'm not sure you know what it is, but it's like, uh, it's, um, what is it called in English? Um, floorball. It's like when you run, it's like, it's like ice hockey, but you run around inside a gymnasium. Ah, with a stick. right, right, right. Yeah, so we that have was that in the Philippines, that. but we call it in a different um, uh, yeah, term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every racket sport, I was into every racket sport, basically. Okay, yeah. here's a tough one. How would you explain the color red to a blind person? And take note, blind since birth. Oh, you have good questions, man. <laughs> I would just think of uh, intensity and passion. Oof. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I love that. Intensity and passion. Yeah, that sums it up. All right. Last question, my friend. If you have the power to bring back someone back from the dead, who would it be and why? Whoa. That could be anyone, bro relative yeah. or a politician or historical figure, anyone. If you have the power to bring back one person back from the dead, who would it be and why? Yeah. Hmm. I would love to bring back Leonardo da Vinci and ah. go for some serious drinking ah. with him. Ah, yeah. Please invite me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, now you have the power to bring back Leonardo from the dead. Why? Because he is the most extraordinary human being uh, I can think of, especially within this context of creativity and the arts and design and engineering, because he's cross-pollinating all these different sciences into one. And I think he represents the high point of human uh, genius in a way that you know something that we should all inspire aspire to I think you know, like where the world went into different silos and you know uh, during the renaissance like he represents that renaissance thinking or at least what we've come to understand about right, it right where you are actually supposed to mix these different you know silos and 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 schools of thinking and science and art and I love that because that's creativity that's innovation to me Wow, man. Wow. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I'm just amazed. And I clearly, I cannot hold my facial expressions and I'm just amazed. And th that's how authentic this show is. Thank you, bro, for sharing wonderful insights, for sharing your perspective, your story, and, you know, being such a good sport in that part of the show that, you know, see the questions are being asked. Thank you for answering them. Thank you, bro. Now, if you have any um, releases, projects you want to promote, social media accounts, um, events online, feel free to promote them. The floor is yours. Okay. 
So thank you, first of all, thank you so much for inviting me on the show. Thank you so much for asking me all these so-called silly questions. They weren't silly at all. I actually really enjoyed them and I struggled with them. And it's great to connect. And uh, yeah, so absolutely, I had a, had a blast. And yeah, so if you're interested, you can check out um, thefutureacademy.com and you'll find, uh, you know, if you're just interested in some of the ideas, I have, I have a bunch of free training at thefutureacademy.com forward slash training. You could download a bunch of, you know, 30 minutes, 60 minutes trainings, and that's kind of give, gives you kind of entry into my world. Sign up for my email list if you want to hear from me. And then I have a bunch of programs and online courses as well, but maybe that's a good way to, to get to know my thinking and see if that's something that you're interested in. But yeah, that's my promotion. Thank you, bro. So guys, please connect if you need to be, to have a solid branding and to be guided by such a wonderful um, person like Tobias. Feel free to connect with him, man. He will help you. He will guide you and esteem his company is here to bring your business to success. Thank you, bro, for spending time with us in the Creative Talk. This is John Santos. Stay safe, everyone. Peace. <music>